Hey everybody, welcome back to Explain Like I'm 5, the podcast where we take the questions you always wanted to ask and talk about them in a way that's easy to understand. We are your hosts, I'm Tim. Hey everyone, I'm Kevin. So Kevin, did you know that vitamin D is not actually a vitamin? Yeah, that's right. It's actually a steroid hormone which is made in the body under the right conditions. However, if the body you know, doesn't have enough, it can also be obtained from food sources. So let's back up a little bit. Uh, tell us why we need vitamin D. Yeah, sure. So as you know, as a hormone, vitamin D does many things in the body. It was actually first discovered as the substance which could prevent and cure rickets. And uh, basically, it controls the levels of calcium ions and phosphates in the blood, as well as calcium and magnesium absorption in the intestines. It helps bones grow and form. It's also really good for the immune system. So some supplements and foods such as like fatty fish help your body produce more vitamin D, but you could also get enough from the sun. Yeah, that's something I was going to ask you about. How is it that we get vitamin D from the sun? (laughs) So you actually don't get it directly from the sun. Uh, However, there's basically a cholesterol family substance in our skin called uh, 7-D-hydrocholesterol, which turns it into a type of vitamin D when it is exposed to ultraviolet radiation, which is how we get it from the exposure to the sun. So basically, when that cholesterol is exposed to UV light, uh, particularly UVB, uh, the incoming photons you know, knock some of the atoms in the cholesterol molecule around, and the result of that knocking is the production of vitamin D. Ah, so that's why people from countries near the equator are less likely to be vitamin D deficient. Exactly, exactly. They have more vitamin D. Uh, and depending on where you live, you may only be able to make uh, significant quantities around noon, for example, when the sun's high, uh, you know, most there, because that's the only time of the day when uh, there's enough UVB that can get through the sky. Uh, and, you know, the further towards the poles you are, you, there's the smaller the window of sunlight. I see. So how much do we actually need? Yeah, yeah. So this is really important, uh, if, especially if, if anyone goes, you know, shopping for supplements. Uh, always look for ones that offer the daily recommended allowance. And for vitamin D, uh, you need for your age bracket. Uh, so for most healthy people, it's about 600 IU per day. But for people over age of 70, you probably need a little bit more, like around 800 IU. Uh, and that's because as people age, uh, they basically you know, less efficiently synthesize that vitamin D and absorb calcium. Uh, babies, on the other hand, should be getting smaller amounts in their first year of life, between you know, 200 and 400 IU. Supplements aside, what kind of foods do you get it from? Some really yummy foods, actually. Uh, salmon, tuna, mackerel. Uh, there's also beef liver and egg yolks. Uh, there's also foods like cereal, milk. Uh, some orange juices uh, have a lot of vitamin D2 and RV, uh, vitamin D3 fortified. And, you know, since the 1930s, manufacturers have voluntarily enriched these foods with vitamin D to help reduce the incidence of nutritional rickets. Is that the main thing that happens if you don't get enough vitamin D? Yeah, so in children who have vitamin D deficiencies, they are at a higher risk of developing rickets. But in addition, without the proper amount of vitamin D, you could also develop other health problems like heart conditions and weakened bones. How about if you get too much vitamin D? Uh, some people say you can never get too much vitamin D. Is that correct? That is a, that is a misconception. It's because uh, vitamin D uh, is stored in fat. So if you're a small person and you're getting large doses, uh, you have less available storage, which means that vitamin D will go directly into your blood and you may absorb too much calcium, creating actually a somewhat toxic situation. I see. So here's a fun one to end with. Uh, why are there so many different types of 
certain types of vitamin, like vitamin B has B1, 2, 3, 6, 9, and so on. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, there are other vitamins like vitamin C where there's only one. That is a very uh, uh, interesting question, actually. And uh, probably a lot of folks are curious about that. And the answer is, is you know, it's just because of history. <laughs> uh, basically, what happened was there were uh, vitamins A through K, uh, and they were just named chronologically. Uh, later, it was decided that uh, F through P, they actually weren't vitamins. Uh, and we also found out later that uh, B was actually a big group of like 20 or so different vitamins. Uh, except some of those weren't even vitamins too. So at one point, we thought there was just a single vitamin B that you could get from your food source. As we later realized, it was actually several different molecules that do different things for your body. But because they often come to the same, same source, the same type of food, that, that was kind of how that initial miscategorization happened. So some vitamins turned out to not really be vitamins. They were eliminated from the list. Uh, for example, vitamin F does not exist. Uh, but you know, vitamin D often is listed as vitamin D2 or vitamin D3. And these are basically closely related molecules that do the same thing in the body. But as we said up front, vitamin, since vitamin D can be made in the body, it's not technically a vitamin, but it is to do with how it was kind of discovered, you know? I feel like we could do a whole another episode on just vitamins in general, but sticking with <laughs> vitamin D here, um, why don't you just briefly explain to, to end with uh, kind of the story of how it came to be? Yeah, yeah. So basically, it was uh, two American researchers, uh, I think Elmer McCollum and Margaret uh, Davis, they discovered a substance in actually cod liver oil back in 1914, which later became known as uh, vitamin A. And a British doctor, I think uh, Dr. Edward Mellonby, noticed dogs that were fed cod liver oil, they didn't develop rickets and actually concluded that vitamin A or some closely associated factor could actually prevent the disease. And then a few a few years later in 1922, uh, Elmore McCollum again he tested and modified uh, tested modified cod liver oil in which the vitamin A had been destroyed, mm. uh, and then that modified oil cured the the sick dogs. So McCollum concluded a factor in cod liver oil which cured rickets was distinct from vitamin A, mm. uh, and he called it vitamin D because it was the fourth vitamin to be named. So it was actually not initially realized that unlike other vitamins. Vitamin D can also be synthesized by humans through exposure to UV light. That was later discovered, so, but again, the vitamin name just kind of carried on. Very helpful. Thanks, Kevin. Hey, so Kevin, we're back here after the music's played with some extra questions. <laughs> First of which is, what is your favorite thing in the world? You know, I really like getting our listener emails. I knew you were going to say that. And what's your second favorite thing in the world? I also really like when a listener leaves us a nice review on iTunes. We did just have one of those lately, didn't we? Yeah, it was really short and sweet. Logo, logical project, Progressions just said, love these, keep them up. Yeah, I don't know if folks know, but it is really motivating when we hear the encouragement like this. So, you know, thank you to Logical Progressions. Yeah, it makes it fun to keep producing these episodes for everyone. So don't be shy, send us mail, leave us comments, and we will see you all next week.